right, welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pull List. I am one of your hosts, Lex, and I'm here with our other host, Simon. And again, this is going to be a weird one, as all of them are going to be weird because we are recording them now. It was very funny watching it back the first time. It was just, I don't know, it was awkward. We, we weren't recording before. We were doing them live every Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At some point, that'd be cool because once the world is safe again, Never. I don't know, in 20, in 20 years, we'll be able to sit down. Because I, I mean, I come to visit you guys well before the world shut down. Yeah. And that'd be cool. That'd be cool to like set up a nice, I have a decent camera. We could set it up in your in your room and everything. Yeah, that would be. And do a live show. That'd be nice. One day. When we can look each other in the eye. <laughs> but what's going on with you, man? Not much, man. It's uh, same old, same old. I got some new figures on order. I got Thanos today. I'm supposed to be getting a Warrior Hulk or whatever you want to call him. From World War Hulk? Yeah, from... Or from the movie. From uh, Ragnarok. Mm. So, uh, in the next couple of days. So, that's kind of cool. And those are figure arts? Yeah, those two are. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Hell yeah. You got to do a video. Yeah, I'll throw something together. I've got them kind of posed up behind me uh, up here. Yeah. <laughs> I got. I started playing around with my Revolt Tech Iron Man. To get him in a cool pose, and it looks like he's just like about to kick the <laughs> hell out of somebody. I looked at uh, there was a what was it play? What's the what's the really high detail like doll company? Hot toys. Like they had they had the hot toys, yeah. So that Miles Morales hot toys that came out when the movie came out, I really want it. And I was looking at it the other day; it's really expensive, but the one. So it. I'm getting uh, the Moffix one by Medicom, mm-hmm. and it's like a six inch figure, but it comes with like the same stuff. Oh wow. It's supposed to come out this month. You might look it up on Big Bad. Um but how much is it? It's like a hundred dollars. Yeah, I might do that. And it comes with like his jacket and his shorts over you know, it's like the movie version. So Yeah, I might do that. I I have a so I have his first appearance issue uh, the first print of it, and people have been selling it online for like seven hundred dollars and stuff. Ever since that trailer for the new game came out, it'll go back. It'll go back down. But I mean, it is. A, it's a decent book. It's about a hundred bucks. Yeah, give or take. But it went way up, and I was tempted to like sell it. <laughs> yeah. But then I was. I know. I know. I won't buy it again. So I just love. I just. Love I love it. how popular Miles Morales is and has become. Same. I mean, I, I always liked him from the beginning. Same. But I think it's really cool how popular he's getting i'm excited about that game yeah i guess we can go in and talk about the play that's the the real the only real news i have this week is i guess the playstation reveal which we can talk about the playstation in a second but i'm really excited about spider-man miles morales yeah yeah it's like you know they they marketed it as this standalone game at first or that's what it seemed like yeah and i was just like Oh man! No matter what, I'm buying a new PlayStation to get that game. And then they came out the next day, and we're like, ah, like way more people were excited about this than we planned on. Yeah. So like, hold your horses. It's not a you know a standalone game. It's not the sequel to Spider-Man, the you know PS4. It's a remaster and expansion, which is to me, it's still yeah. cool because I would have, I enjoy that game enough like i still play it yeah i was playing it last night yeah i enjoyed enough that i would buy it for playstation 5 and then this is just even more incentive that it has it's, it says a heavy expansion so i'm ex- you know the all the dlcs which i haven't even finished yet are pretty are pretty good so i would imagine if it's if anything like those yeah they don't have like a huge amount of missions but for what they cost i mean it was worth it yeah i thought it was cool it's a little weird, like the w- direction they took some of it with Hammerhead, with Hammerhead. But yeah. other, you know, overall, I liked it. I thought it was cool. And the fake baby story that that, was, that I thought that was weird, but <laughs> like Black Hat. I I honestly don't remember that. I yeah. have to play. I'm, I'm I'm playing it again right now. So yeah, all the missions I guess that you have with Black Hat, she's like leading him along, thinking that he has a son with her or a kid. That's with her. right. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, at yeah. the end, it's like, no, I'm just. Just fucking with you, man. <laughs> Got you again, Spider. So weird. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Because it's the same thing. Like, Avengers, even though I think it looks bad, like, I don't like the way the characters look. Yeah, I'm not. I'm probably going to get it, just because I'm a sucker for superhero games. Yeah, dude. I I bought the original Iron Man game on Xbox yeah. 360 or whatever. when Because I, I loved, we've discussed this uh-huh. before, I loved Iron Man. Like, I'm not trying to be a hipster here. I, I've loved Iron Man for a long time. Yeah. 
and uh, I heard about they put out some Game Boy game that I got, and then eventually the movie comes out and they release this game. I'm like, holy crap, you can finally be Iron Man, you know, and it's just terrible. Yeah. But you best believe that I played the hell out of that game. I actually love that game. I love that game. It was terrible, but I did enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's whatever. I, you know, I think it's, it's funny that you say that. I think it's weird when people say no one knew who Iron Man was before the movie came out. I just think it's weird. I, I, I don't know, because I've read comic books. I think it's weird. Like, I got knew who Iron Man was even way back in the day. I think it's more of like he wasn't the one of the big names. Yeah. Like everybody knows who Spider-Man is. A lot of people know who like Wolverine, the X-Men, yeah. are, especially Wolverine. Uh, people know Captain America. People know the Hulk. I guess so, but I thought Iron Man was cool back then. Like even that yeah. crappy Heroes Reborn storyline where you had that <laughs> weird Prometheus armor. With the like tubas coming out of his. I back. loved that, <laughs> but you know, I guess that means like you said, like he wasn't the you know the figure that he became with Robert Downey Jr. be you know becoming the face. Right. Yeah. Without Robert Downey Jr., if it were Tom Cruise, that movie would have flopped. Oh man, I hate Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> so much he's so weird so what do you think about the playstation 5 what are your were you underwhelmed by the event were you, were you excited i was whelmed <laughs> whelmed. i was whelmed, whelmed by the good. event i'm excited mm-hmm. about the system and i'm gonna get one uh especially mm-hmm. for spider-man and i know as far as exclude and horizon as far as exclusives yeah. are concerned uh playstation has got it in the bag i love halo already but mm-hmm. that's the only thing i'm seeing from like Gears of War was okay, and then it just was boring, you know. So Xbox isn't doing it for yeah. me anymore. So and, you know the system, the Xbox system is is nuts. Yeah. It's like a really really hefty system, and it even you know I even think about getting one, but like probably down the line, right? And maybe like a full, you know, how they have the PlayStation came out with the they have a digital only, and then they have a disc. I, that would be something that I get like a digital only Xbox just to have it and to see, you know, because they said the specs pretty much stay the same. They're just taking out the you know, the disc part of it. Yeah, they they are, and it, with the Xbox, they are talking about three. People say there are three SKUs, so there's going to be like three different versions. I don't know if that's true, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, uh, PlayStation. I mean, I'm definitely getting the disc version because I don't I don't care. I can't go all digital. I, you know, right now my PlayStation, I've got a terabyte and it's almost full from three or four games that i have yeah that's the thing that's the only thing that chapped my ass about the playstation yeah well it was like 850 i know it's a different wow memory setup but it's 850 it's like dude one game is like 300 gigs now (laughs) right like like, i i don't have it but that what's the name of that shooter warzone uh, whatever oh Uh, yeah call of duty yeah it's like 130 gigs or something just to download the game yeah battlefront's 100 spider-man's mm-hmm. almost 100 <laughs> yeah red dead redemption 2 those are the ones i have spider-man red dead redemption 2 dude red uh, dead was such a big game and battlefront 2 and yeah, yeah they they almost fill up my hard drive gta is like 80 gigs yeah they're all they're all hefty games like you can have no more than eight games on and i know that's like you know, first world problems. I can't have <laughs> yeah. more than 10 games yeah. on my $500 gaming system. Yeah. I have the four, those uh, four like big ones and then a bunch of little ones, but I, mm-hmm. you know, I've only got like 200 gigs and that's like a whole game. There could that's be time same. where I set up automatic download and it won't download because of yeah. that. So and I don't want to delete any of them. Yeah. That's me too. It would take forever to re-download. And that's the problem. It's just like, apparently that's going to be a problem that doesn't happen with the new one. Like it, it's supposed to be way more seamless as far as downloads, but we'll see. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I mean, the so, game, the games that they showed off aside from, um, they were all really pretty, but aside from horizon zero dawn or not zero dawn, but horizon mm-hmm. and, uh, Spider-Man, I don't know, it's whatever. I'll get that Ratchet and Clank game. I'm a sucker oh. for Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, same here. I forgot about yeah, that. One. I'm a sucker for that that franchise. It's so good to be such a it, like. It seems like a kid game. It's been around forever too. But it's but it's so good. Yeah, I I agree. They and the thing about when new consoles come out, they have all these like the games look pretty and they're fun or they look fun, but then they're pretty vanilla when you get them. Like they don't have much to them. Yeah. So that's what I felt like. Like the game with the chick flying through the air. Yeah. Like, that game's not going to be that good, man. That's a glorified tech demo. That's it. That's all it is. So, Spider-Man's going to be probably what I get. I'll probably They'll probably have uh, some sort of Avengers. Because what's cool about Avengers 
And what really interests me in that game, even though I don't like the character design, is they said that they're going to have multiple DLCs uh-huh. and multiple character editions, but you don't have to pay for any. Like, it's all free. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. That is cool. Hopefully they do something like Cyberpunk uh, is offering a free upgrade. And I don't know if they announced it for PlayStation. I know they did it for Xbox. A free upgrade to, like, the new system or whatever. So hopefully yeah. the Avengers or other franchises do something like that. Yeah. If they're not offering like Spider-Man, like the expanded edition or whatever, is it supposed to be backwards compatible? Yeah. So, and so at first they they keep they release things and then they like bite them in the ass and then they release an issue like a statement. So originally they said up to four hundred games are going to be backwards compatible. Wow. Everybody got really mad about that, but I, honestly, I was like. 400's a lot if you think about it. It's going to be the ones you play. Yeah, it's like, like it's, it's four, 400 games is a lot. I haven't played 400 games in my life, probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. on the off chance that I'm just I'm going to search for a game that I'm going to be like, you know what? They don't have this game that's one gig to download. Some independent creator made it, and I can't play it. I don't fucking, I don't want it. Yeah, get it out of here. I'm not. It's garbage. I'm not gonna, so as much as, and then everyone that's, you know, that harps about being able to play. I will say that the Game Pass for Xbox, they do have like fun games, backwards yeah. games that are big games that are free. That I do like that. But I don't know when the last time a lot of people have played these PlayStation 1 games. They're not that good, man. No, they're, they don't hold up worth a crap. They're terrible. Uh, there was it was last year. One of my favorite games on PlayStation One was this RPG called Legends of Dragoon, and I loved it. I love. I played it so much when I was younger, and I bought it again uh, last year. I had a I have a PlayStation One, and it was just terrible. It was hard to even like look at it. It was yeah. so bad. It was so blocky, and it was just like so slow and choppy as i just could not even look at it and i haven't played it since yeah in my personal opinion when i look back on it like uh what is it 16 bit or 32 bit Mm -hmm. yeah those those games great they hold up well the two-dimensional thing yeah they'll last forever that's what i was going to say those games are it's smart to make games like that because they but as far as like that 64-bit era, uh, the N64, in my opinion, wins that. Even though they're both like the PlayStation One and the N64, are both hard to look at. Mm-hmm. The N64 had less like choppiness and aliasing, except for Superman. With their yeah, Superman. The well, but to <laughs> but to me, the aliasing on PlayStation with a lot of those games, it was really hard to look at. Like everything yeah. was choppy. It's real choppy and, and blocky. It was really hard to look at. Yeah. And even PlayStation Two and some things now. A lot of games. It yeah. is. It's crazy how how you know back then it was like oh my god it's in three dimensions. Yeah, Ugh. it was like you know? and I talk about I, I still haven't even beat Final Fantasy Seven. It's one of it just it, so many games have been coming out back to back that things get put on the back burner. But like yeah. Final Fantasy Seven, I they had it the original version you can buy it on the PlayStation Store. I bought it and I couldn't even play it, man. It was just it's, uh, I bought it on. <laughs> It's so, I bought it on Switch to finally play it, so and I was bad. like, "This sucks. it's so bad." And it's so, and even the new one, it's a it's a slow game, but it's gorgeous, so it's okay. You yeah. know, you can appreciate all the little things. But that game is slow and it's hard to look at, so it's like, yeah. I can't even, I don't, can't enjoy it, man. Don't add us for saying that Final Fantasy Seven is terrible. Now, see, I was lucky enough to play it when I thought it was the best thing ever, so I appreciate yeah. it, you know, with the nostalgia or whatever, but. As someone that has never played it before, there's no way you would think that that's a good no, game. No, no, I, I don't. I I remember trying to play it, but I was so, uh, I was so thinking that game should just be like I hit this button and it works. Yeah, you used to not. Be, you used to not be even years ago. I didn't even play games really in college. You didn't like. Uh, you definitely didn't like JRPGs until a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, maybe even last year. Yeah. <laughs> really. I think we were talking about it, and you played the Dark Stalkers game. Was Dark Stalkers? Not Dark Stalkers. Um, uh-uh. What is the one? The Joe Mad game. Oh, uh, it's yeah. Dark Stalkers. Shit. That's the Capcom game. Battle Chasers. Battle Chasers. You played that one, and I think that was one of the first ones you played. Yeah, and I, and it, I really liked that game, and then the difficulty ramped up too fast. So, like it oh, goes that, from zero to eleven. Yeah, I played it, and I was into it, but I agree, it was one of those things where it's like it's not even. It's a game that gets hard enough to where it's not fun anymore. Yeah, that same company did make uh, Dark Siders Genesis, which okay. is like a 
it's a three quarter view kind of Diablo esque, mm. but it keeps the same Dark Siders like combo formulas and stuff. Oh wow! So it's two player, <clears throat> and it's a three quarter view isometric view, and uh, it's pretty fun. I enjoy that. Me and Nicole play that a lot. Is that on PlayStation? It's yeah, it's on uh, PlayStation Switch. I like that franchise. Uh, so I'm gonna have to. Yeah. Speaking of Switch, Switches, and you talk about the the games, the Nintendo 64. I saw something the other day that said 200 Nintendo 64 games could fit on a single car- cartridge for the Switch. Like they can put a, a buttload of those old crappy games on one <laughs> one, one, of, I mean, yeah. one cartridge. And you can think- play them all on there. I think the large size that the more expensive large size for production is like 32 gigs. So that makes sense. That's insane. They'll never do that because you could. Well, that's why a lot, buy Nintendo a lot of com- remastered. <laughs> they uh, they talk about the switch tax. It's like companies don't want it. Those cartridges are more expensive, so they charge more for games on Switch. Mm-hmm. But a lot of companies won't uh, opt for the 32 gig mm. cartridge uh, because they're like. They want they don't want it to cut into their profits, so they'll get a sixteen gig cartridge or whatever, and then make there be a, a download on your system oh, for the wow. rest of the game. I didn't even think about that. So I think Doom is like that, and there's a few Wolfenstein's probably like that too, where they Wolfenstein is like that. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, you have to download the rest of the game. One funny thing is, I I was gonna get I was talking about getting Jump Force the other day, which is a game that was on PlayStation with all these different anime. Just the most popular anime characters all in one game. It's it's a terrible game, but it's just it's fun to play with all your different you know favorite characters. Yeah, and I love mashup. Yeah, for sure. And it's I thought it was it was going to be like a twenty dollars game, but it's full price like sixty bucks. A lot of people are pissed off because you can buy it for like seven dollars on playstation store yeah yeah it's definitely it's it's a hard pill to swallow you have to decide if it's worth it being on mobile and that's pretty much all it is yeah and they what sucks is that they get these games so much later but then they still i mean i get it like they still have to charge for it like they got it originally you know what i mean it's just a slippery slope i don't know why they get the game so much later than i don't know i'm sure it has to some technical thing that i have no idea about yeah, I imagine that most of the price comes from whoever has to format it for that. Yeah. Like, uh, Blue Point used to do it a lot. Or they do a lot of remasters, but what's the name of that one? I can't remember. There's one company that does, they did, like, Doom. Uh, they may have, oh, I don't know. They did Doom, and everybody's like, oh, my God, how did you get Doom on the Switch? Yeah. And then there's another company that put The Witcher on Switch, and, and uh, those com- yeah, having to pay those companies to do it is really what I think drives those prices. Yeah, I want to get The Witcher on Switch. <clears throat> I love that that game. The Switcher? Yeah. It, it's cool, too, uh, for anyone listening that's uh, that hadn't already heard this, but like I have it on PC. I have I've bought it th- I bought it three mm-hmm. times. But I have it on PC, and if you have it on Steam or GOG, you can upload your saves, and then if you have it on Switch, you can download that save. Oh, so wow. it's got a cross save, which is cool. Oh hell yeah, that is really cool. <clears throat> I appreciate it because well, that game takes forever. So yeah, know. it's the longest game. I've never finished it. <laughs> yeah. Like when I had it on PlayStation, I didn't even come close to finishing it. But it, that's my problem: is I'll play a game and I'll play it, and I'll play it, and I'll play it, and then something will come out, and I'll start playing that. Like I, yeah. I haven't finished Final Fantasy because. I started playing that stupid Digimon game that I that I kind of hate that I kind of <laughs> I kind of hate it, but I also like them grinding out these certain things of it. I just wish the story was better on it. Yeah, the sto- I do just kind of skip through the story. Like that's the thing. I just wish the story, and I don't want it to be like a Pokemon game, but I kind of do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like because the story, the Pokemon story isn't great. Yeah. It's just a copy and paste every year. They just change the character and region or whatever. Yeah. But they could do that. <laughs> There's the yeah, the Digimon game doesn't quite know its tone. Like it tries to have adult portions, and then it's mm-hmm. kind of kitty. The yeah. one mistake that I made that I urge you not to do mm-hmm. is I got so engrossed into like digivolving my Digimon until they were Megas or like uh, you know Digi combined mm-hmm. Megas or whatever. And now I'm just like smoking through the game, so it doesn't have an interesting plot and it's not hard. <laughs> so. Yes, that's kind of what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I, I don't mind it because it's kind of relaxing to just sit there and not really have a challenge, but at the yeah. same time, it can put you to sleep if, if you're not in the mood for it. So. Yeah, yeah. And I, so I the collecting all the different ones is what's kind of interesting to me. Yeah. Like going through and getting the ones that I want. And so if I can keep doing that, then I'll be okay. 
But then at the end of the month, the Pokemon expansion comes out, so I'll be fine. <laughs> and then you, whoever's listening to this is going to be like, wow, I'm listening to a nerdy podcast, and they're they're doing it way too much. Yeah, they're <laughs> really nerding. It's not supposed to be that bad. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we will get into what we're here to talk about today. We are It's the trade review episode, and we went back and forth on we were going to do White Knight, but we're not going to do that this week because... We're just not. <laughs> so, so, which is really cool because we had our, our wires crossed. I read White Knight again, and you had read God Country, the book that we're going to talk about. And, yeah. and so I was like, okay, it's not, God Country is only, what, six issues? So yeah. I read it actually this afternoon just because of, it's not that. It's actually, it reads really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you get through six issues and... And I, I forgot how much I love that story, man. Yeah, it's really, yeah. it's great. It, it, when you said that, because I thought I confirmed with you, like, yeah, six issues, right? And you were like, I think it's eight. And I was like, well, <laughs> I don't think so. But this says six. I hope I'm not missing yeah. two issues. <laughs> oh, man, it's so good. Uh, so we're going to start. We last we talked about it. And last week, we or last month, we just were just like, yeah, hey, what do you think? Do you like it? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, me too. All right, well. <laughs> The art's kind of good too. <laughs> yeah. That's really it. So we're going to have kind of a format this time. We're going to go. Uh, we're going to talk about the pros, the cons. I'm going to give you a quick summary, and then maybe like a sort of spoilery summary, and then we'll talk about each one of those sections. So let's talk about pros first. My pro for it is that it's just it's a good story, and I don't. That sounds like a cop out. It's, again, that's just a long winded way of saying, "Hey, I like I liked it." <laughs> But it, it's really good. It, it's kind of, for it to be a comic book, it was more a kind of touching, kind of meaningful, oh, kind of like pulled at your heartstrings, which, again, like we talked about, it was a change of pace from superheroes punching each other and wearing tight underwear on the outside of their pants. So that's my pro. It was an actual uh, pulled at my heartstrings a little bit. Yeah, I would say... Uh... I really appreciated that it was written out kind of like a legend mm-hmm. um, and that a real pro for me, which there are trades. White Knight is one of them. It's a self-contained story, but you kind of have to know the background of the characters. Mm-hmm. What I loved about this one is that you did. Yeah. It was just everything start to finish was just these are the characters. This is what they do. You don't have to know anything about them, and this is the end of the story. So I really appreciated how efficient the story yeah. was and how it was written out kind of like a uh, mythology. Mm. What about cons? And this is moving quickly, but as far as cons in my department, I felt like, one, I didn't understand. Okay, so yes, the story for me was good and it flowed well, but I feel like there was a lot of plot convenience, if you, if that makes sense. Like... He got the sword. The sword had, you know, he cured him of his, what's it, you know, his uh, Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. And then yeah. it just so happened that this guy knew exactly where he was. It just, to me, it just, it moved a little fast. It's a con, but it's not a con. It moved a little fast and it kind of left it up to you to really <clears throat> dig deep and kind of, I guess it's not really even a con. <laughs> it, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was no. that and then it was like their powers and and all that weren't really explained. So, it's this guy with a sword, and this, the, and then the son has the power of like zombies, and then the other son is like a Greek god, and it's just like how, where is the power scaling yeah. at? Yeah, it's like the god of death. It's if you were to go with Norse mythology, it'd be like the god of death and the god of war, or Greco, whatever mm. Roman, <laughs> Roman Greco, Greco Roman, and then just like the father god, and it was kind of weird the way it talked about like he had all these other sons but they were the only ones left yeah like a thousand other sons or something like that i i would say my my main con it, i i agree that the way that it was written my understanding at the first issue when this narrator is kind of going through talking about it mm-hmm. it almost describes him his father as a god beforehand mm-hmm. like he says the what you don't know about whatever uh is he's a god or something yeah. like that but that really only comes after he gets the sword so that was confusing okay. to me like i thought he was a god that lost his memory got the sword got it yeah back. and that's kind of but that's, I, not, that's what i was trying yeah. to say like it seemed like because he got the sword and then all the it seemed like he just got his memories back and he was this badass warrior that just so say like 
Odin and Ragnarok, right. he was a homeless guy. Kind of similar right, thing. Like right, he was right, just like right. this god that now he's back, and then the the climax was going to be between him and the other god or whatever that took his place. That's what I thought was going to happen, and so I'm reading it, and then it's just like, no, it's just a guy. Just a guy. It's from just here. a guy that <laughs> lost his memory, and then now he's a badass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the only other con I will have is that there was too much of we're leaving. No, you can't leave my dad. Well, we're leaving. Yeah, the, Never mind. We're the not wife leaving. Was the worst. She she almost left twice or three times with the daughter, mm-hmm. and he always convinces her to stay or they have to stay. It was that's yeah. It was extreme. Okay, like the first time they did it, I was like, okay, yeah, the guy, he's a dick. She should be a little understanding because he has Alzheimer's. Uh, but I get it. It is a it's stressful. I imagine I haven't had to deal with that yet. I would imagine it's stressful. She wants to move back to Austin, Texas. I don't know. It's not yeah. a you know great place, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. It is great. Uh, but I get it. But the second time when it's a battle outside and it's like yeah. all this shit is going on, you probably shouldn't leave the house. She's like, that's it. We have to leave. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Well, in the first time, there was that tornado. So. Yeah. And then there was a tornado. She's like, we have to leave. So I think she just had like a, she just wanted to get off. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. and that's it yeah she was bad it, another con to me before I, you probably what were you about to say i cut you off oh it's it I, i'll preface what i was gonna say uh with it's funny that we love the book and that's our pro is that we absolutely adore the book and it has this mm-hmm. great story but <laughs> i feel like it's easier to nitpick at things than tell what you truly like about it other than yeah. it's like great yeah it's but, a great uh, story but <laughs> yeah well uh, another con that I kind of had is I did, they didn't really explain like the tornado really like where it came from, why this demon sprang out of it, you know, like, and I think that's what I was talking about with plot convenience. Like, yeah, it was just a tornado. And then the, the sword came out of the tornado and then it's just like, what? Yeah. I I don't know. It was a lot of stuff that just kind of happened. And you're just like, that's just the story. You're reading a story and things happen in stories. And that's kind of how it was. Yeah. Uh, one con for me was the narrator kind of like yeah. he was just an outside guy. And I, and at the end they said that they told him the story, I guess yeah, he's you know, like several generations past to kind of close it. But for me, the, the entire, they showed that one guy that was walking through the town on the first issue. Yeah. And the dogs run past him and he's like, what are you guys running for? And so I assumed that that guy was narrating the entire thing. Same here. So it was another thing where I was just like, whatever happened to that guy that was walking in the store? Like, where is he going to come back? And then at the end, they were just like, they told me the story. <laughs> I was like, <Yeah>. what? <laughs> they told but me the story, and, I, and I'm telling you, it's the truth. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> these so, guys really are from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these, I mean, and I feel like in the end, these are all really minor compared to the... 100%. How, yeah. Yeah, how good it is. But it, there was a... For, and I guess to fit it in six issues, you have to do those kind of things. Yeah. But it was kind of confusing in parts. And it's a self-contained story. And like last uh, last episode, I don't want to sit here and say reading is hard. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like today, I was yeah. trying to knock it out, and I'm just like, I don't remember this. That it was just little things that jumped out to me. I was like, I just don't remember this guy walking. Why was he walking through the town? Why even show that? Yeah, like you could just yeah. take if you took that out, this, none of the story would change. Yeah, it's one of those uh, preface things that has no real payoff. Yeah. Uh, like, you think that that's going to be the narrator, but really it's just some dude. Some dude that was walking through town. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And the town looked deserted, and that's another reason why I thought that the Emmett, or whatever his name is, was the, like an Odin-type figure. Because it was a town that you didn't see another person besides a police officer. But these could be all characters like a Heimzel character or other characters that are just kind of nurturing this old but no that didn't happen. That's I'm reading no. way too much into it that it was just a dude. <laughs> yeah. A, a yeah. dude that was kind of mean to his son, I guess. Yeah, he was kind of being a dick. They had that like sorts in you know, I guess the son was kind of whiny cuz his dad didn't love him enough or something, but that was just kind of like of a, a underlying story that they didn't talk about. Yeah, he he was like he didn't want to leave his dad at the beginning, but then there was the end part uh, where it kind of explains that I guess they didn't have a great relationship. Yeah, so. and there was like, hey, fuck off, dad. 
But then you find out that his dad secretly loved him the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> just like, your, what? Your mother hugged you too much. <laughs> it's like, what? Okay, so if we talk, I probably should do the summary first. But God Country is a book by Donny Cates. Donny Cates is doing a lot of stuff right now. He's he's pretty popular in the comic book community. He is doing the current Venom book, or he's doing the current Thor book. He did Absolute Carnage and the Venom book before that. Oh, cool. He did Silver Surfer Black. I don't know if you read that one. Silver Surfer Black is really good. I think you'll really like it. It's written by Donny Cates, same guy who wrote this, and then it's illustrated by Trad Moore. Oh, Trad, yeah, Trad Moore is a. Yeah, he's one of my favorite artists. So it's it's a really good book, and it ties into the the Venom books and the Absolute Carnage books. So it's pretty cool. On the surface, God Country is a story about a magic sword, but in in re- it really, it's about a guy with Alzheimer's that is holding on to this magic sword because it 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 gets rid of the Alzheimer's and he can re- he can remember his family. Yeah, basically, it's a story about a, a guy dying. Yeah, like he was pretty he was pretty far gone. They were trying to put him in a home, a hospice type situation, and he didn't. I mean, he he was gone, and his son didn't really know what to do. Uh, it was causing problems in his marriage, like we talked about, and he obviously had a complicated relationship with his dad. But then this magic sword comes along, and as long as he's holding the sword, he's normal again. He has all his memories. He's fully aware of everything, and so he becomes sort of addicted to it. Not as not, it doesn't play as much as like an addiction but really just like kind of holding on to those memories yeah and that's it yeah it's kind of like the the whole idea of prolonging the inevitable because in the mm-hmm. end you know it's not like he came back or anything it's the, it yeah, yeah the same way it was gonna end anyway uh yeah just with and, it, and honestly it could have been a whole thing where this whole thing was just in his head yeah. it was just it could have been a dude in hospice and this entire thing could have just been in his head. yeah yeah it really it's just this magical adventure in, in between it with the God sword or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. What was cool is that on the opposite side of the coin, the elder God figure, bad guy, the main antagonist that wanted the sword was dealing with the exact same thing. Not, not Alzheimer's, but he needed the sword yeah, it, to, to stay alive forever. I think is kind of what they well, said. Well, he, he, wanted the sword but creating the sword is what like destroyed mm-hmm. his galaxy i think or something yeah or it was it was collapsing and then he created the sword in that collapse see that's the thing i thought he like plucked a sun he he destroyed another solar system that's what he used is. the sun as a forge but i don't i don't quite remember what caused his solar system to collapse the, the whole thing starts with like the picture of the mm-hmm. black hole as it's been seen since what's that uh that movie uh with matthew mcconaughey interstellar yeah so it has the same idea of that black mm-hmm. hole it's like three-dimensional what two-dimensional mm-hmm. yeah so what i was gonna bringing that up you said two sides of the coin and it just made me realize that it really is like analogous like it's one man who doesn't want to let go of his life and his memories and another man who doesn't want to let go of his legacy and they both have sons yeah. that are trying to win his approval in the end. Yeah, it's really about death. Yeah. Like it's a, it's about an old guy. It's about two old guys that are dying, and they're worried. Like you said, one's worried about what he's leaving, but he didn't even give a shit about his son because he killed his son at the end, which I thought it was weird. Yeah, me too. He was so obsessed with the sword that. Yeah, but then he just. And this is these are all spoilers. I don't know. It's kind of late in the game to say that <laughs> this is a spoiler. <laughs> so this came in, out in a spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, this came out in like I don't know, 2017. They were fighting, and then he just he kills them. Yeah. When yeah. I talk about power scaling, they do this big deal. Like he's this badass at the beginning of the fight. Emmett can't even touch him. Pretty much, Emmett's like on his knees, can't touch him, and then he just throws the sword at him. It slits his throat. And he wins. Yeah, but he doesn't win because that's before. The son gets there, so Emmett throws the sword, yeah. slits his throat. That's right. And then he gets like impaled after that. One question I had for you because I didn't understand it. And again, guys, reading is hard. You all know that I can't read very well. So <laughs> at this point, <laughs> I can't wait. Emmett dies. The son's there, and the main bag antagonist says, "Hey, give me this." It seems like everything's collapsing again. And he's like, "Hey, give me the sword." And he's like, "No, nah, dude, I'm not." And then I don't understand why it's collapsing again. And then when he says no to him, then it 
the main antagonist dies and the and that's just it. The son goes to the son and puts his dad in the sun or something like that. I didn't that whole last part I was like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, so uh the way I understood it is because of that battle, the elder god or the father was spending so much energy trying to fight Emmett that he the his mm. the what was left of his planet was collapsing, as you were saying. Mm. And it was still doing that as Emmett died. And the sun now having Villafax, I guess, escapes the planet, goes through like a portal with his dad. And maybe it's mm-hmm. like his son. It's probably soul, like our son. It's the only thing I can assume. But I agree that I thought that the battle was over between Emmett and this father god, Malmoon yeah. or whatever. A tomb or something like that. I thought the battle was pretty much over when it started seeming like it was collapsing and then the god's son the war god was like mm-hmm. you need to come with me we need to you know the very yeah i thought they were gonna both i thought they were gonna both take their dads away yeah. and let them die in their arms but i guess you know they had the antagonist was the antagonist so he was so obsessed he killed his son which sucked because the son actually was a pretty cool dude yeah in the end yeah i so i talked about the the story and the plot convenience and all that stuff and the pacing was weird but i actually enjoyed the pacing for it to be a self-contained story, now that we're talking about it, like all that happens, just random stuff happens in the first issue, and then the last page they show that gladiator son. The next issue, they're fighting, but the fight doesn't really last long. You know that this son is the good son uh-huh. of the antagonist, and the other one's this weird, evil, creepy, you know, death god. Uh, the pay- that was just weird to me, though. And then they brought his wife back. I thought that was weird. Yeah, but it wasn't really his wife. Yeah, he was just trying to gain control. It was, it was kind of odd. It, <laughs> I don't know. I still really enjoyed it, but it's kind of it's kind of like we were talking about earlier. Like I enjoyed the Iron Man game. That doesn't mean it was good. Mm-hmm. Like this is a yeah. it's a well written comic, but it does have a lot of. It needed maybe one more issue, kind of flesh it out yeah. a little bit, maybe two. Yeah. Um, but I, for what it was, it was good. Yeah. And then they just left the sword on the ground, and that yeah, was it? just the sign. But I appreciate that, because the, both the fathers have these obsessions. And, and I do appreciate that, but th- but at the beginning of issue one, they say, or at the beginning of issue two, they say the, the sword belongs to no one. The sword, and that's one thing that chapped my ass, is they say the sword belonged to no one, it chooses the wielder, but it also couldn't not to like if the main antagonist was holding it he couldn't go away from him uh yeah so what i the the death son got denied he held it and it, he was weak because the sword didn't want to go with him yeah but since he was the creator he couldn't yeah. you know go against him yeah 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 that was so the, the the way i explained it to myself the way i tried to understand it is that like this sword kind of exists on multiple planes Mm-hmm. So there's, that's Villafax, that's the main sword. But he also said, no, that is Excalibur. Like, Yeah, it's true. So he's, a, he's fighting a thousand battles while he was talking to the granddaughter and things like that. Yeah, so I don't know. I feel like when the son, Emmett's son, drops the sword, it, he probably just like portals off somewhere because he has, he said, yeah. so uh, yeah. I don't know. But it, yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Yeah. Well, one thing about this story that I really enjoy, it is po- it's a popular story. Lots of people uh, enjoy it. It is option, or it got picked up for a show. I don't remember which network is doing it. it might be Netflix. But I, don't, I don't know. And then I get, I get weary whenever Netflix picks things up because I think they just pick things up just to have them. Yeah. Like Avatar The Last Airbender, they're supposed to, they announced this show like two years ago. And then... They haven't really. They put the old show on there, but they haven't really announced anything else. I don't, I don't know if it's Netflix, so don't 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 at me at all. But they got their option for a show is coming out of that, which is really cool. Hmm. Yeah, and they're supposed to have their Millerverse, like yeah. Mark Miller. They bought. Ne- yeah, Netflix has all of those, which is really cool. We should we should review some of those. Yeah, I, I, I reread one of them, Superior, recently. I have not read Superior. I need to read that. Pretty one. good. And also, this book is getting a sequel book that they just announced. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so it's a, it's about to come out. He's working on it right now. Don't really know the cover of it. I'll send it to you after after we talk. And on the YouTube tube, I will put a picture of it. <laughs> YouTube <laughs> right, tube. Right here. 
but that's really cool. So I'm interested to see if, like you said, it just, if it's a sequel story, if it just ports to someone else and it becomes a whole nother story, I would yeah. like to see it that way. What would you like to see for a sequel? I'm the same way. I'd rather see like a different adventure yeah, or, or maybe even the granddaughter. That'd be cool. But I don't know. It, it was so self-contained. It's hard to say. Yeah. I don't know. I like that this one was so Texas. You and I are both from Texas. So, uh, and Donnie Cates is from Texas. So that's why he kind of, I think that's why he did it. And it, it was very much like small town Texas. A lot of it was. Yeah. And I would like to see it somewhere else. Like it ports away and then it, yeah. it dives deep into the culture of another city or different, you know, country altogether and tell a story that way. Not even doesn't even have to me. It doesn't even have to reference Emmett, or maybe one offhanded nod that doesn't even say his name. Yeah, but like the sword chose because for me, for it to be this sword that was part of the, the this universe collapsing and all these things. Why? Why did he really choose Emmett? Yeah, it doesn't like they never really explain that. Other than just because uh, the Velifax couldn't have predicted that the father would the elder godfather would come and and try to mess everything up so maybe it truly was just for him to remember yeah but it doesn't but like but like why you know what i mean it's, yeah, it doesn't because really. like they said he's not a warrior he wasn't a god like they hinted at and didn't end up have you know happening so i would like to some sort of maybe not i don't know part of the mystery is what makes it good too which is yeah Though I do get kind of tired of the mystery box, the J.J. Abrams yeah. mystery box. Like it might, it might be a good, it might be a good reason for it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know I would that? like an answer every once in a while. I don't like <laughs> straight mystery, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I don't know. I'm excited about it. Uh, a sequel book. I, I'm, it's good enough that I would read a sequel book. I hope it's not something that's like, ah, oh, wasn't as good as the first one. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't. I, I mean, I feel like a lot of sequels are are like that. Yeah, that sophomore slump. They always talk about the sophomore slump. Yeah, that's true. And stuff, but I'm sure it'll be. Fine. Side note, totally unrelated. Uh, well, kind of unrelated. It's an image book, and I think we're gonna eventually do a review on some Invincible books, like maybe some big Invincible story arcs. I like Invincible. Robert Kirkman announced yesterday that they're going to release a trailer for the Amazon animated series really soon. Cool. And it's uh, extremely violent. Oh, good. Which it, it has to be because that book yeah. is extremely violent. Yeah. What what blows my mind about that book, and I don't want to go, we're, we're wrapping it up. I don't want to go on a rant about it, but <laughs> what blows my mind about that book is it's so colorful. Yeah. The, it, the colors in it pop, and it's so light that you almost don't notice that they're bashing someone's head. <laughs> yeah, it's got a really simple uh, art style as well. But mm -hmm. like you said, man, it's a, every one of them, like somebody punching a hole through somebody's body and mm -hmm. it, someone's head getting blown off. Or yeah, crazy. like oh, it's such a good book. But you, you like you said, you really don't expect it by the colors and it has simple shading. It's not dark and gritty. You know, it's just yeah. like, yeah. Oh, that's a good. Book. I, I like what did you think about doing a book that wasn't a superhero book? I mean, for me, I, I read a lot of superhero books every week. And so it was good to, to go back to something that was totally off of that i liked it i liked that it was more mythological i you know one thing i i think we should maybe not review it but it would be cool to kind of talk about like top mm -hmm. 10 uh i was while i was reading this it just kind of made me think of that how it's like superheroes but not really it's superheroes in a normal light so this is like mythical gods but like set in texas and it's just this old dude um so i really enjoyed it it was nice to be away from the normal yeah superheroes that kind of just are overexposed uh you yeah, know the, with the, MCU, the superman the DCU, yeah the avengers and justice yeah. league yeah and yeah so honestly superheroes are not i just enjoyed that it was separated from mm -hmm. all of that yeah and i i enjoyed that it was self-contained it was six issues and it was done and it yeah. didn't have a lot of continuity you didn't have to know like you said before you didn't have to know a huge backstory you didn't need to know all these side stories or anything it just started big fights ended it, to me that was refreshing yeah i'm trying to think about a uh, next book i might put out a poll but we didn't listen to the poll last time <laughs> uh, have you you read fables right i kind of want to go again without a superhero book 
I've read a lot of fables. Um, if you wanted to pick like an issue run, I've read straight through. I mean, I can't even tell you how many issues I'm in. Up until I ran out, I downloaded them all. I mean, fables might might be my favorite comic book series of all time. Yeah, I really, which is really weird. I really love, like we were just saying, I love mashups. Anytime there's a mashup, yeah. like. Same. Universes. I'm a sucker for it, man. Anytime, yeah, universe is colliding. I'm all about it. Uh, I'm a sucker for it. So yeah, I really, I really like that book. Have you read Saga? Saga. No. Oh, we'll do that. We're gonna do that. We're gonna review the first volume one of Saga. As uh, Saga is a really popular book right now. It's impossible. I have issues one through sixteen. But they're really hard to get now, and they're they're really getting expensive. I think they got picked up for a show. It's really cool because I got into Saga last year, 2018. And again, I'm sorry, folks. We are wrapping up. We're circling the drain. I uh, I got into Saga last year, 2017 or it was 2018. I got into it, and I read all of it in like one month. Uh-huh. And I was just like into the story. Got invested in the characters. It's not superheroes. It's like a you know. It's an off-world, big, huge universe story. Yeah, and I was just into it, and I was so excited because I'd caught, and I finally had caught up to get weekly issues. So I was like, okay, now, now I can buy them at the, you know, because they're so hard to get. Now I can start collecting them issue by issue. Yeah, I get to the last page of the last volume, and it says, "We're taking, we're taking time off. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know when we're coming back for the net for the because it ends on this huge cliffhanger, and it's like." hope you guys enjoyed it we don't know when we're coming back to do the next uh next issue and it's been it's been a year and a half dude that's kind of messed up man i'd be a little pissed off at the creators for that i was i was so pissed off dude i was like i mean i was legitimately you know wife asleep wife asleep in bed and i'm little kid flashlight reading under the blanket just like going through it and then the end i'm just like what (laughs) that's seriously it's like Dude, uh, off subject again. Uh, when we went and saw Infinity War, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. everything happened yeah. and the credits start rolling, and somebody in the theater was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> that was me because you know, it's you expect it to be a long movie, yeah. And then you see Sp- Spider Man dies, and I was like, "Okay, well they're gonna explain something," and then it's just like, "Bloop, yeah, <laughs> over." See, see, see you in a year. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that, I can't handle cliffhanger in a long wait, man. Kill me now. Uh, yeah, so I hope you don't get into Saga, but it's good. <laughs> it's good, and there's still, I don't know, there might be a word. If you know out there in the world if uh, it's coming back anytime soon, please let us know. Yeah. So Other, other than that, what do you got? What's our last, uh, oh, the last thing. What did you think about, just the last thing on, on God Country, what did you think about the art style? Did you enjoy it? Oh yeah, I did. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was. I don't know, because they didn't use paint. It was. I don't know. I liked it. It had. It was very. The backgrounds were a, a big part of it. Like the scenery, tornadoes, the storms, the universe is collapsing. All the background stuff. I mean, the guy was. He wasn't like a. He was a fat old good dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. I, I like that they pretty much consistently drew him the same. Yeah. I, it was a little Jack Kirby-ish, right? Yeah, that, that's what. Yeah, I kind of liked, especially it. especially with the sun, the gladiator sun. Yeah, he was very Jack Kirby-ish. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. I kind of liked that it was real sketchy. Which uh, mm-hmm. on the subject of White Knight, that's really what I'm liking about that. Is that mm-hmm. we just we were talking about that before we started recording? That I, I like uh, Murphy's style. Yeah, it's a real sketchy pencil. A lot of the work is in the coloring, I can tell, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's great. I like, but so for God Country, I, yeah, it's a plus plus. I really enjoyed the art. One, it's funny that you mentioned that about uh, Jack Kirby. Inside the house, there's a there's a half shot of a poster of the New Gods issue uh-huh. with um, Dark Side on it. Oh, cool. And it's like half Dark Side's face. And then it says new gods underneath. So it's kind of, you can tell that they took some of the inspiration from it. So it's really yeah. cool. Yeah. The the character designs for the elder gods in that whole area were, were top notch and, and very Jack Kirby. So it was cool. What was your, what was your favorite fight out of the, what was it? Three fights? I, I honestly think the war God and Emmett Same. was the most entertaining. I mean, with the, 
because he's not really messing up on that one. He he doesn't listen to Villafax uh-huh. when he's fighting the Death God. And he doesn't listen to Villafax when he's fighting the Father God. But when he's fighting the Ares mm-hmm. whatever God, you know, God of War, like he's paying attention and you can tell that the God of War isn't really throwing mm-hmm. all of his all in there. I neither one yeah. of them wants to be fighting right then, which is what I really liked about it. It um, goes back to my cons my though. Favorite. That I hate to go back to the cons right before we end, but it's like he listens to the he listens to the sword sometimes. The sword could heal him sometimes. Mm-hmm. The yeah, like yeah. when he listened so to the sword, it was like he was a a warrior himself. Like he ended up with the the hammer that the war god had, and it was just like he was completely mm-hmm. blacked out and became a different person. But then he struggled to fight everyone else. It just, to me, like I said, it's a lot of convenience. Yeah, I agree. I can see that. I don't know. So, I liked overall, it. <laughs> if, you could, if you could give it, let's see, do you want to do a, a number out of 10 or like a letter grade? We do need to figure out a rating system. What should we do? Well, <laughs> I'll give it a, a B out of 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If we were doing a number scale, I would give it, I would probably give it like a, damn, I don't know. I don't even know what a 10 would be. Eight point five or nine, I would say. Yeah, I'd give it. I, I'd say. I mean, Out I of just. 10. Yeah, I really liked it. I, I'd say eight point five. I mean, yeah. beyond its shortcomings, I thought it was a great book uh, yeah. and it was refreshing. So yeah, me yeah. rereading it the second time, I enjoyed it, and I again, it was fat. It was a fast read. I read it all really quickly. Yeah, and this is just me bragging about how I can read fast because I've been talking about how hard reading. Is. <laughs> I read real good. <laughs> well, this we are circling drain. We are done, which is weird when we have an actual format. It flows way better rather than yeah. just like it was good. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, this has been fun. Again, you can see this. You're going to see this one probably on YouTube, and the other one is going to be a regular episode that's going to come out when you listen to. <laughs> We're excited about you listening to us right now. (laughs) All right, guys. We will see you next time.